Welcome to the Bold Money Revolution podcast. This is your source for straight-talking, no-fluff, business and high-performance conversations that add real depth and value to the way bold leaders live, work, and thrive. I'm your host, Tara Newman. I'm here to show you how to optimize your performance as a leader so that you can grow a business that is profit-rich, efficient, and allows you to generate real tangible wealth for yourself and others. We are here to help you lead with your values, to perform without overwhelm and burnout, and to do your most important work in the world. Hey, Tara here. I don't know if you've heard the exciting news, but I have a simple and easy way for you to calculate a clear revenue goal so you're able to pay yourself and have the additional money you want for those lifestyle upgrades. I hear from women all the time that navigating their numbers and spreadsheets just isn't their strength and can even be incredibly intimidating at times. So if this sounds like you, don't worry, I got you. This revenue goal calculator is programmed based on my work as a profit-first certified consultant, which means you will know exactly how much money you can afford to pay yourself, how much money you will need to save for taxes, and how much money you can put toward the running of your business. All you need to do is key in a few numbers and dare to dream. So to grab your revenue goal calculator right now, run, don't walk, and start paying yourself more, go to the boldleadershiprevolution.com forward slash revenue. Hey, hey, Bold Leaders. Welcome to another episode of the Bold Money Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Tara Newman. And today we are looking at how I burned down my business in 2020, and you might not have even realized I'm going to cover why I made this decision, what I did, and what you can take away from my story. So let's dive in. In January 2020, my husband and I went for our quarterly trip to the spa. The spa is my version of Disney World. It's my favorite thing. And my favorite thing about this particular spa is the customer service. It's impeccable. When we drive up to the gate, they say, welcome back, Mr. Newman, because my husband's usually driving, but I love that they say, welcome back, right? They know that we've been here before. And by the time we pull up to the front door, they know exactly who we are and where we need to go. And they greet us. Welcome back, Mr. Newman. Welcome back, Mrs. Newman. They have quiet rooms, lovely gentle music, plenty of space, fun amenities like an outside hot tub and exquisite food. During our last two trips there, they were under construction, And I was really taking this in because they didn't post big under construction signs all over the place. They did not apologize for any noise or inconvenience. They did their best to mitigate things with privacy fencing and frosting the windows that looked out onto the back patio where they had had some bobcats and construction equipment sitting. But other than that, it was still peaceful. And by them not making a big deal about it, it wasn't a big deal. Based on how they served me as a customer in the past, I'm sure if I took issue with anything, they would have handled it. I know that for sure. In their growth and expansion, things looked messy, literally messy, but they didn't try to hide it or apologize for the mess. So many business owners fear the mess that comes with growth to the point where it inhibits their ability to evolve. They are worried about looking like they don't have it all figured out, 
They don't know it all. They make wild assumptions about what their customers would think or do if they witnessed this expansion. And I get it because this hits into so many of our core fears around fear of disappointing others. We fear this so greatly that we give our customers and clients so much power over us and how we operate our business. We're always concerned with what makes it a win for them, but take very little time considering what makes things a win for us. And this is where I found myself shortly after COVID started in April of 2020. But to tell the full story, I need to back up a bit to January 2020, where I was already feeling fatigued, specifically by some work that I was doing, consulting and some clients, and decided to let go of a lucrative revenue stream in my business. I was also feeling like one of my programs was misaligned, so I decided not to offer it again. Instead, I was going to go with two core offers, what is now our Bold Money Mastermind and the Brave Society. So when April 2020 rolled around and I was juggling so many competing priorities as a mom, wife, daughter of two beloved parents in their 70s who were in the high risk area of, you know, getting COVID and a business owner, I was spent Also at play that I didn't realize, but now I understand, was the extent to which my ADHD was playing into all of this with the lack of continuity. And I've since received a proper evaluation and diagnosis for that, and things have improved tremendously. But at the time, this was really impacting me. I remember having a panicked moment when I realized I wanted to burn it all down because nothing felt like it was working. Now, I want to talk a minute about burning businesses down because this is a really popular topic that I see discussed, and it's not something that I actually take lightly. I understand that we almost say, I want to burn down my business, pardon frustration, part tongue-in-cheek. I've talked about it in the past on the podcast, but I just want to state some things that I believe around this. So don't burn your business down when you're in the middle of wanting to burn your business down. You really need to think critically and carefully about that. Don't burn your business down without guidance and support because it's messy, emotionally draining, and you need someone to hold your hair back as you potentially throw up. I am not advocating for burning down your business by sharing my story. I'm I'm simply sharing my story. I burned down my business in a way that was surgically precise, so I didn't lose revenue. And as a matter of fact, we had some growth. And the last thing I want to say about burning down your business is it's not easy. This was not easy for me to do last year. It was painful. It was exhausting. It was emotionally draining. I had a lot of meltdowns and tantrums and crying fits. Now, was my business working? Yes. On paper, yes. Revenue and leads were coming in and I was profitable But like David Rose from Schitt's Creek might say, I'm feeling this like deep aching sense of dread. And that's really what started happening, which is some really bad energy to be approaching sales and service with, right? Like you don't want to have that deep aching sense of dread as you are supporting people, uh, delivering on your commitments and selling. 
I knew I couldn't continue running my business the way it was. It was feeling heavy and hard, but I also couldn't justify completely abandoning this business that was working financially, nor could I do without the income. And I really love what I do. It was just a matter of how I was doing it that really was the issue. When I spent some time being self-reflective, and I shouldn't say sometime, I spent a lot of time being self-reflective, asking myself good questions, receiving brutally honest feedback from a coach, I realized that it wasn't the business that needed to be burned down. It was me. I had to burn me down. I had to take a hard look at where I was over-delivering, why I was over-delivering, where people-pleasing was creating harm, and how my inability to separate my identity from the entity of the business was keeping me from stepping into my vision. I knew where I wanted to go, but my behaviors were very much in the way. I wanted to step back from coaching. I will always use my coaching skills in everything I do, but when I assessed what I wanted, I no longer wanted a one-on-one coaching business. Yes, I want a handful of one-on-one clients, but they had to fit a very specific client avatar. There are too many business owners who are hiring coaches because it's fashionable, but they aren't quite ready for coaching or it's genuinely unnecessary because they need skill development, which can be done in a group program at a fraction of the cost. So I was really starting to question, you know, what was the best use of my skills and where and how do I deploy them for the overall good of the community of people that I wanted to serve? I wanted to take a stand for doing a better job, meeting people where they were at and providing something I thought was missing from business learning spaces. I wanted my work to be more potent I've always taken a stand for my clients' results being critical, and I believe that my client retention rate demonstrates that commitment. We had like a 90% retention rate in our mastermind this past year, but I was getting frustrated. I saw skill gaps that my clients had, and I saw gaps in the business coaching industry where they aren't delivering on critical competencies that business owners need. There are gaps in what happens in reality and what happens in selling someone the dream, right? There's a lot of selling people the dream and not a lot of focus on what needs to happen in the here and now reality. There are gaps in focusing too much on revenue and not enough on profit. There are gaps in team building where almost every online business I see is either wildly understaffed or wildly overstaffed, causing team bloat and a loss of profit. There is an over-reliance on content and social media instead of actual sales skills. There is a gap between true learning environments and people hiding out in mass groups thinking they are learning something, but really just scrolling the group and never implementing anything. And while my coaching and programs focused on these things, it wasn't enough. It required more structure, more intention, more time on the back end planning and thinking strategically about how I was going to fill the gaps I was seeing. I wanted to really dive more into my consultant roots, my consultant background, my background in learning and development, 
my background in business strategy and use those things to fill these gaps. And for the first time in the six years that I've been running this business, I truly feel like I have leveraged all of my skill set and took a much bolder stand for what when it came to my strengths and weaknesses. You know, I spent my corporate career in charge of learning and development. I know how leaders learn best. So I did something radical. And when I say radical, I kind of broke some of my own beliefs around some things and maybe some of what people, you know, teach, some of what I even teach. And I didn't do any formal market research. I allowed my expertise, experience, and knowledge of the business owners I work with and what I've learned about them in the last six years of having this business. And I allowed that to guide how I would overhaul both of my programs this year. I didn't just overhaul one program. I overhauled both my programs, which is essentially my entire business model aside from any consulting work I do with larger companies on the side. By the end of the year, I was selling two completely different programs. I trimmed the things that didn't add value. I cut out anything that was draining my energy or causing me to suffer. I got clear on the results I want people to get in my programs, and I became unavailable for anything less than that. I became unavailable for people's excuses. These are the results that my programs get. These are the results as a business owner you need to have. These are the skills you need to build. And I'm unavailable for anybody who doesn't want to roll up their sleeves, dive in, and do the actual work. This also meant that I had to get even more clear on who these programs were for and who they weren't for. I became unapologetic in what I am here to do. Less coaching and more teaching, more advising, more strategic work. Through this, I had to navigate my fear of disappointing people, being misunderstood, and uncertainty. Even as I share this with you right now, I can feel the concern that you are going to misunderstand my point and like misunderstand what I'm trying to implore upon you and to get across. But I had a lot of thoughts around, would everyone hate it? Stop working with me? Some people chose to leave. I don't really think it had anything to do with the changes I was making, but I totally understand if it was. Because appeasing clients isn't worth the cost of my mental health fulfillment, or sense of purpose. And I really want you all to take this away from this episode because I work with so many business owners that do not put their own mental health and fulfillment and sense of purpose at the center of their business because they're so concerned with appealing and appeasing to their clients. A happier, more fulfilled me means better outcomes for my students and mastermind clients. And I promise the same is true for you. So I want to share our fully renovated and rebranded program. I'm really proud of the work my team did on this. And I'm proud of how we brought this vision into reality. So the program formerly known as the Brave Society is now called the Bold Profit Academy. This program focuses our students on the critical components of taking a business from startup through growth so they can pay themselves six figures, 
keep more money and profit, know exactly what money they have to run the business and achieve other goals like paying down debt, going on adventures, or building net worth. And not only does it take them on that journey, this is the place to be if you don't have goals for a million-dollar business. Heck, you might not even need or desire to be running a business at $500,000 in revenue. Maybe you want to be highly profitable at $250,000 or $300,000 and do that on repeat consistently year over year. Maybe you don't know what your ultimate revenue goal is, and that's okay. The Bold Profit Academy is about learning the necessary, often fundamental skills to explore what it is you want while earning a great living without the external pressures of social media noise telling you that you have to be someone you don't want to be. It can be really distracting to your own success and to your own goals when you are taking in marketing messages that are so far ahead of where you want to be or not really representative of you, right? Having a clear representation of a business that you want to run is important. The Bold Profit Academy is putting an end to the poverty cycle that small business owners often find themselves in because they are working way too hard for too little money. The Bold Profit Academy is where business owners come to pay themselves more, profit wisely, pay down debt, and learn to run a simple business that is a gift. I want each of you to wake up every day and feel like your business is a gift. By leveraging my experience in instructional design and adult learning theory, I've been able to create an organized learning environment that provides quality training material that aligns with the competencies a business owner needs, clear learning objectives, and transparency around what you actually need to do to obtain those competencies. This program has clear curriculum that is based on skill gaps I see in business owners, Its primary focus is on developing the sales skills needed to increase revenue, understand profit first so you have a system for managing your cash flow, and learning how to run an efficient business so you can keep more of your money. Perhaps most important is our work around building in accountability and habit development that keeps you on track to meet your goals. One thing that I have found profoundly draining in my business is people who join programs and then don't take action. This has never sat well for me. And, you know, it's not just in my business. You see this a lot with other content creators as well. You see this with recipe bloggers and, you know, are people just scrolling, mindlessly scrolling the recipe or are they taking the time to make the recipe and then tag the recipe blogger and let them know that they tried it and it was great, right? Or give them feedback and how it it might've been modified or didn't work for them. So this has always been something that's particularly draining to me is when people don't take action on the content that I put out in the world. And whether it be because they bought out of FOMO or they have overextended themselves in other programs or they have fear of failure, we have built this program in a way where the willing can come and be supported. We have provided training around how to plan your learning, working with fear, setting appropriate goals, and so on. In addition, the Bold Profit Academy is full of calculators, 
worksheets, and other resources for you to use inside your business. I'm giving you all the resources I've created for my business to use inside your business. Uh, I don't know if anybody here listening is Peloton person, but I like to take Tunde's classes, and she often says that she's giving the recipe and the ingredients, and all we have to do is season to taste. And that is sort of what is happening. That is what is happening in the Bold Profit Academy, that we're giving you frameworks, we're giving you guidelines, and then all you have to do is season to taste. We have implementation cycles where we implement things together with on a coordinated basis with office hours so you can get your individual questions answered around the specific topics that we're implementing on. We have accountability built in every step of the way. So if you have a strong desire for your business to grow and you are willing to do the work, the support is there for you. And I can't tell you how excited I am about being able to bring this program to small business owners, which is 100% the energy that magnetizes sales and service, right? This is a completely different energy. It's a 180 from where I was in April of 2020. And that is why we worked so hard last year to make these changes, Is was to get me from the attitude where I had this deep, aching sense of dread to a place where I'm excited and energized to be bringing this work into the world. So some last insights from a year of burning things down. One, it took me almost a full year to make these changes. They don't happen overnight. Most of my time was spent in the mud and the lack of clarity sucked. It was terrible. Even though I lacked clarity, I still took action because action brings clarity. You will never think your way to clarity. It's okay to grow and be messy and not hide or shrink from that. Get support. It's so hard to ask for help and admit that you don't have all the answers. But during this past year, I have asked for more help from coaches and mentors than I have in any other year in my business. It wasn't the actual business that needed to be burned down. I needed to do an internal inventory and be honest with how I was feeling, including where I was struggling and what felt hard. Your joy and happiness matters the most. I know sometimes this is really hard for us to contextualize that we have a society that really rewards hard work but I think what they mean by hard work is that it has to, there has to be some kind of suffering involved with the work, right? It's not about like effort. It's about sacrifice, right? And so your joy and happiness matters the most. Your mental health is everything. And your best fit clients, the people who are your best fit clients will understand that. Your, I'm going to say this again because it's just like, it's so important. Your mental health is everything. And the people who are your best fit clients will understand that. The Bold Profit Academy is always open for enrollment so we can meet you where you're at when you are ready to do this work. To learn more about this program, head on over to the boldleadershiprevolution.com forward slash academy. 
It's been a privilege to share this episode with you. Please know I believe in you and the power of small business ownership. Take good care. Hey, hey, Bold Leader. I'm so excited to announce that we are accepting applications for the Bold Profit Academy, formerly known as the Brave Society. And we can't wait to have you join us just in time for our Q2 curriculum. Starting in March, we are focused on nailing your offers and your offer stack so you can stand out in the marketplace and quite frankly, not hustle so dang hard for your revenue. One of the biggest problems I see among small business owners is the creation of cookie cutter offers that don't truly add value to your business because you don't fully understand your own value. And that leads to a tremendous amount of overworking and under-earning. Reviewing offers, updating offers, creating new offers, these are all critical skills so you can leverage your time and scale your income, which is exactly what we are doing inside the Bold Profit Academy in Q2. Each quarter, we have live curriculum in addition to our already on-demand training that you can implement as you need it. So if you are looking to understand the seven components required for creating your boldest offer so you can stand out in the marketplace and increase your sales, learn how to stack and price offers so you can hit your revenue goal without overworking, create a framework that allows you to market, sell, deliver your offer in a way that is efficient and repeatable, learn how to qualify leads so you know just who is the right fit for your offer and when they are ready to buy, as well as create a simple communication strategy to educate your leads on your offer so it speeds up the buying process, then you are going to want to head over to theboldleadershiprevolution.com forward slash academy and join us today. If you found this podcast valuable, help us develop more bold leaders in the world by sharing this episode with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews like podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be so grateful for it. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from Uncommonly More, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into the next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind.